Welcome to Reluctantly Supernatural in an Age of Reason, the podcast where we explore the place of the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in the church. Our hosts, Pastors Mark Cowpersmith and Bob Maddox, combine their years of ministry experience to address the issues of the prophetic gifts in our modern world. Join us as they interview their guests from a wide variety of spiritual leadership backgrounds, as they share their insights on the place of the supernatural in the church and the world. And now, our hosts, Mark Cowpersmith and Bob Maddox. Well, this is part six of our interview with Georgian Banoff, and welcome today to Reluctantly Supernatural. We are so excited to share this with you because it seems like everyone is just more fascinating, interesting. I just love watching him every time I do. And this time he's going to share about what a joy party is. But really in response to that question that Mark asked him, he really gets into the nature of what joy is and that, you know, we can't be serious. He gives examples of, of, uh, of going to Africa, to Sudan, and sharing with Muslims and how it Muslims and how it just breaks out even in a place like that. And that the very essence that you know God doesn't want us to be uh, you know all bound up and and serious all the time. He he wants us to live in the joy. So I'm going to let him speak for himself, and then we'll come back at the end and give our comments. So. Um... You asked me a question and I forgot it. What, what was it? Well, I, I was thinking, I'm still, I'm using my imagination to picture what a joy party looks like. It, it sounds like worship is a huge component. You, you're ushering into the presence of God with public worship, which which changes the atmosphere. Yes. Do, you, do, do you then pray for the sick? Do you then speak and do a message? What, what's, what's a typical joy party look like? Yeah, as I said, it's not just worship, but uh, we sometimes, even when we call worship, but worship from a, a Jewish perspective and from a, a, a biblical perspective is, is there's always should be love in the worship and joy in the worship because the Holy Spirit is spirit of love. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, joy. Uh, you know, peace, you can't extract peace from the presence or joy from the presence of love or, or faith or anything. You can't extract. So we, we tend to get serious with like, okay, we're going to worship now. Let's get serious. And that is absolutely honorable. I'm not saying anything against it, but God is also very joyful. So while you're getting serious, you can't not you can't disconnect with the spirit of joy, just like you, you can't disconnect with love. And all the, this is a holy love. This is a holy joy. It's not like promiscuities. It's a holy joy. It's a holy peace. Everything is like that. And I don't know if I'm saying in the right way, but I, I've learned from the Lord, do not lose my joy. Whatever you do, even in the hardest time, do not lose my joy because... Uh, in fact, praying for Bulgaria for years and years, you know, and before came uh, communism fell, I would pray and I said, Lord, how come my nation, which is a strong Christian nation, guys, Bulgaria was like um, after Latin, Greek and Latin, the, Bulga the first translation after Latin was in Slavic 
Bulgarian, Bulgarian alphabet, the Slavic alphabet. We're part of that. So we're, we're the first country next to, to uh, next to the Macedonia that received the gospel and a New Testament for the first. You know, so we were ninth century powerful nation, golden age of Bulgaria. Uh, Claudia has been with with us in Bulgaria, and she she's you know the history of this an amazing, uh, strong strong Christian nation. And I says, Lord, what happened? Why did we lose our joy and a little freedom? Amen. And the Lord says, if you don't, if a nation don't serve the Lord with gladness and gratefulness wow. and joy, then the enemy would come, force you with tears to serve him like a slave. And so that was that was uh, my understanding. Uh, and I says, Lord, I don't want to lose my joy ever. I want to serve you with gr- gratitude and joy. Uh, so I could always be free to serve you like that. And so, uh, Mark, what I'm, what I'm saying is that it's an element, but it's an integral element. And especially nowadays, we have such a serious situation around us. Dark forces seem to be invading our schools, our, uh, uh, you know, businesses and government and so on and so forth. And it, it's, it sounds scary sometimes. And you go, what is going on? And, and again, the Lord is saying, do not lose my joy. My joy gives you the strength to be my faithful servants. So uh, continuously to include joy in everything you do, you know. And, uh, and so um, joy makes us strong. Joy makes us really strong. This is supernatural strength, yeah. you know, and and also joy, I'll give you an example. We are in Sudan with Roland Baker, with great friends, Heidi Baker's husband. And so we're in Sudan in a very difficult refugee camp. And outside the camp near the Nile River there, uh, there was a whole community of, of uh, Muslim uh, brick, maker, brick, brick, brick makers. They, they make it out of clay. And so... <clears throat> We felt like the Lord wanted to connect us to, with them. So we go there, and maybe like 100, 150 people. So we come, and we bring watermelons. We brought some chicken and say, hey, guys, we're going to have a party. And, and before we do, we're just going to play some music for you. So they, they gather around. It was like an evening, an early evening. So they were finished working and exhausted. And so they gather around the trees. And so we are playing. Before you know it, you know, they're jumping with us and they're dancing with us. <laughs> I have pictures. I mean, really hugging Muslim, hugging me, and so we, we're releasing the joy and 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 uh, and the love. And we preached. They accepted the Lord. But the thing is, we finished one song and says that's it. And we, you know, going to feed them. They didn't care about the food. They wanted more. They they stopped me from. Don't put the violin. No, no, play more, play more. Uh, because Muslims, whoever you are you get affected by the presence of the Lord and joy is in a very simple way, you know, an acceptable way to, to human way, you know, to, to be touched by joy. And so uh, every, everyone, I would say, uh, be touched by that joy, Mark. We'll, we'll want more. We'll want more. And we've led miracles and healings. And, uh, but the Lord always wants with my joy because, I am not only God of love and a God of salvation and God of peace, but also I'm a God of joy. Somehow that is not quite 
in our yeah. mind, you know, yeah. he's God of love, God of forgiveness, God of mercy and peace, but he's also God of joy. Yeah. And I think it's a huge element today. If we as believers demonstrate the supernatural aspect of that, that joy, and I think we'll, we'll be much more powerful in, in saving those lost mm. souls around us, this massive need of demonstration. I, I want to say tell joy, you, joy I, is contagious, like they say. Yes. Go ahead. Mark. Yeah. I, I want to tell you a story. This, this is where it all became real for me, because what you're describing in these parties is something that is utterly unreligious. It's, it's not even remotely religious. We had a, a, a rock club we opened in the east end of the city up in Canada when I was pastoring there, called it God Rock. And we'd have bands come in, Christian bands come in and play. It was a really, really cool area. And one of our worship leaders at church, we had four bands at the time, and they were rocking out. They were very competent. These good players. And they'd go down on Friday and Saturday night and play at God Rock, but the worship would get really out of hand. Like, it's edgy, it's alive, and, and kids were stage, stage dancing. They were jumping off the stage, and they were mosh pitting and banging into each other as, as the worship leader was playing. And his father, one of, the, one, of the most, one of the finest Christians I know, was at the back of the room watching his son leading worship while these kids were smacking into each other and stage diving, just basically having a great time. And his dad was getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And he kept saying, Lord, this isn't worship. This isn't worship. These kids are not worshiping you. you got to stop this. This is wrong. And he's mad at his son for leading it. And he's getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And he keeps saying, Lord, this isn't worship. This isn't worship. He said, why are you allowing this? Why are you letting this go on? And the Lord spoke to him very clearly. He said, I know it's not worship, but I love to watch my children play. Wow. That just opened up my understanding of the Lord. He's so unreligious. And it sounds like your parties are, are, are not scripted. They're not, you know, there's not an order of service. You just go in and you just start worshiping and you get in the presence of the Lord and the joy comes and you throw a party. Yeah. And, and worship is, starts with praise. I mean, praise and worship is both. But uh, now we have on school, of course, we stopped in the last uh, year, year or so, but but we've had it for at least eight years, uh, so physically Monday and Tuesday nights. And my wife, especially both of us, but my wife cannot have a, a service, a worship service, without presence of joy, because it's just just the way we are. Part of part of our salvation, part of what restore our marriage and everything. It was that that presence of God that was not angry, but actually joyful. Like you said, I, I, I love to see my, my children, children play. play. Yes. And you know, <laughs> that word play, Mark, uh, is a Hebrew word. There is for it. It's called, uh, it's a Hebrew word, mit, mitzahe, and which is David playing before the ark. And uh, another religious, his wife did, got angry looking at him. He didn't look like worship but it was you know she she was in her religious world that was that was not really worship but it bible says david played before the ark the word play 
is the Hebrew word mitzach. Hey, and mitzach, itzak is from Isaac, right? Rejoicing and and jumping and and uh, and 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 so mitzach is actually translated as frolicking. Uh, frolicking is what David did in a way of connecting with the Lord, uh, playing like a child plays. You know, not playing guitar, but playing, meaning playing with, with God as a father, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it, actually, I found it in, in, uh, in um, uh, Molokai, the very last chapter of the Bible, of the Old Testament, rather, when, uh, oh, yeah, when it describes, it describes uh, chapter four, uh, I don't know the number of the words because there's no number, but it says, but for you, sunrise. The the son of the righteousness will will dawn uh, will dawn on, on those who honor my name, healing radiating from its wings. You shall be bursting with energy, like colts, frisky and frolicking. I don't know about you, Bob, but I found that uh, that whole conversation incredibly convicting. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I, he's, he's talking about joy and, and uh, his experience and how powerful it is. And I'm thinking about how much I crab and complain and uh, how, how, how little it takes for me to lose my joy. And here's a guy who's got a PhD in joy, <laughs> but, but his point is so, is so powerful because it's C.S. Lewis said the serious business of heaven is joy. Wow. And I think so much of the time we forget that. And with the times we're living in, the stresses on, on our country, our economy, our health, uh, the difficulties our churches are in, society generally, it's so easy to lose our joy. But joy is, is one of the principal gifts that God gives, and it's inherent in his character. So Georgian explaining the role of joy in the life of a Christian uh, it's incredible. I, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled and deeply convicted. I think we all need to take seriously that God intends to give us joy. He sets out with the purpose to give us joy, and it's there for our taking if we're if we're willing to throw ourselves frolicking into His arms. I love that. You know, and I love that, what you just frolicking. I love what you just said about that with the stress that's here. And I remember the psalm about. I think it's Psalm 46, and he's talking about all these disasters and things coming. And then it ends with the, with the thought, you know, there is a river, the streams whereof make glad the city of yeah. God. So in the middle of all that, there's joy. And I am convicted. And, you know, I don't know what it is. I think that the enemy just tries to come in and steal that from us because yeah. he knows the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. And I, I, it's almost like I need to listen to this every Every week, just remind myself. Well, I'm thinking that every time we come to worship, uh, I'm thinking about Sunday morning, uh, I have to come with an intention to embrace joy. Yeah. I need to be intentional about embracing joy, because if I don't, I'll revert to my own pessimistic human nature. And there will be worship taking place all around me, but I'm not really in it. Yeah. And I, I think we choose. I think we make a choice. To, didn't David say... Why so downcast, oh, my soul? Yeah. I, I think we need to ask ourselves, why am I not being joyous? What's different about God today that I should yeah. not be joyous to be his child, to be in his presence? It's very convicting. 
And uh, these interviews with Georgian have been absolutely fantastic. So folks, I think, uh, why don't you share, tell some friends about this and get them listening to some of these interviews too, because we've got several more left, don't we, Bob? Yeah. I think we got more, but a couple more more anyway. Yeah. A couple more anyway. So, so uh, tell your friends and check out the website and some of our other podcasts, because I, I think they, they're life-changing. I do too. Next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Reluctantly Supernatural podcast with your hosts, Mark Cowpersmith and Bob Maddox. Be sure to check out our website at www.reluctantlysupernatural.com or visit our YouTube channel, Reluctantly Supernatural, for more videos and podcasts. To get a copy of our book, Reluctantly Supernatural in an Age of Reason, you can purchase it at Amazon.com or order it directly from us at our website, www.reluctantlysupernatural.com.